Alright, welcome, welcome, welcome everyone back to the Better Off Podcast, episode 12, coming to you live from my grandmother's house. The setup's a bit live different. as we're taping it, maybe not, maybe not so live to you who are watching it. Yeah, not like live, live as you're seeing, but live for us. Right meow. But, yes, this is the Better Off Podcast. I'm Harry, that's Alex. We are breaking down the, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, which I mistakenly called the Baku Grand Prix too many times last year last week and i almost got fired for it alex almost terminated my employment it was it was a close call i was like walking phoenix still good to go all right good i'm glad don't have to worry about that but like i said this is the better off podcast we are better off we are a sports wagering information platform Alex, do you want to explain what that means? I just I just threw the tag words at him. Yep, we uh, we uh, we make, I make car, car parts, parts for the American, American working man, man because that's what I that's am. who we are. That's who I that's care who about. We care about. No, that's we Zelensky. Do, we still we do care about them. That's Zelensky Automotive, and if you haven't watched that particular Chris Farley picture, go watch it. Um. Sports wagering information and monetization. You do not bet on our site. You try to bet on our site, and Harry's grandmother will throw her teeth at you. It hurts. It hits you in the temple. It's not She's good. Got really good. Yep. But you make all your picks on the site. We track them. We have deep data, deep analytics. Everything we do is deep. It's like Bob Baffert searching for the Titanic. We are in there. Okay. Like when you're making your girlfriend think that you're thoughtful about stuff. Even though you're like thinking about sports, you're deep. That's where we are. That's how deep our data is. 20,000 leagues under the sea, all of that. We track the data, we track your win rate, we track other people's win rates, but not just wins and losses, because that's an old stat. That's an 80s stat, that's a pitcher's stat. Nobody cares about that stat. If that stat mattered, then everyone would think that Jacob deGrom wasn't amazing, but he is, and it doesn't matter that he doesn't win baseball games. It matters how you perform, and that's what we track. ROI, units gained, weighted win percentage, Harry's grandmother hitting you in the head with her teeth. All of the things that matter, we track them. And then for free, you get on the site, you check it out, you see who knows, you see who doesn't know. You can follow them, you can comment to them, you can talk trash to them. You can start your own pro channel if you're good at this stuff and charge other people for access to your picks or you can pay for access to their picks if they decide they want to turn pro. You can turn pro. You can go out to the bars and tell ladies, hey, I'm a professional sports handicapper. And then you can think of something better to tell them because that's not going to work on any of them. But you can start with that and you can buy them a sports analyst. Yes, even better. But you respect the personal distance. I don't even know what that last part was. That was just like my sister in the back of my head telling me to be respectful. But that's who we are. That's what we do. That's Harry's grandmother throwing stuff at me. Let's get into the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Well, it all it all started kicking off in practice, right? People just Woo! forgetting to turn. Just just forgetting to turn into turn 15. Turn 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 10, turn 18. Just carnage. Just just laid on the brakes into the wall. Laid on the brakes into the wall. Clearly, nobody else was watching the practice to get on the radio and be like, hey, Lance Stroll, 
get on the brakes. But nope. Hey, I, I really like get on the brakes. Nope. I really liked the uh the difference in just like thought processes between between the drivers. Because some drivers saw their impending doom and took the runoff road that's right there, but other drivers were too I don't well, know. Well that was, was that Hines who who was it who crashed in front of him? Sonoda crashed in front of him in qualifying and Signs right. took the runoff road. And Signs took the runoff but still managed to like blow up the front wing of the car. Yeah, I don't know. The practice people were were not were just committing to the turn even as they came in twenty miles an hour too hot. This was fun. This was a lot. Of, this this was a fun race. It was fun practice, fun qualifying. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's a great segue into qualifying, Alex. Our boy, Charlie Boy, Charles Charlie, Leclerc. his Another second pole. pole in a in row. row. And this time, this time he even managed to do it without wrecking. Yes, yeah, someone else wrecked for him. Yep, proving once again that especially on a street circuit, don't be greedy, don't be greedy. Get out there and get your lap in early because you never know when some dumb fool is gonna run into the wall, blow up their car, and they're just gonna, they're just gonna red flag the session and end it. Get out there, get your laps in on these street circuits. You, you never, never know when these things are gonna finish. Do you know how many red flags there were in a qualifying? It was tied for the most ever. 73 is close. Four. But four. Rounded on, up to 73. Rounded up but to yeah, 73. Four, four red flags in practice. This this is why when I DVR the races and the practices and the actual qualifying, I you know, when you click it and then they're like, Do you want this to run extra because it's a sporting event? I'm like, yup. And I add the full two hours. <laughs> because you never know how long they're gonna be sitting there cleaning up Yuki Sonoda's car. It's it's crazy. Yeah, but but our boy Charlie, thirty three plus thirty three hundred to get pole position. And guess Ooh. what? That hit. Did either of us take it? No. Negative. No, we did not. But nope. maybe. I mean, is this is this a turning of the tide for Ferrari? I know that he's had two red flag poles, but he still <laughs> put getting the fastest lap round one or there for the first lap in Q three. Who's to say he can't do it in the second? Yeah, and look, and and the for, look, Carlos signs qualified fifth. Um, you know, Scuderia looking scooterific. Yeah, <laughs> sticking with it, Stick. not editing it out, keeping Sticky. it, loving it, owning it. That might just be the new tagline of the of the podcast. Can we please get Mission Winnow off their car and get scooterific on there? Can someone get a decision maker on the freaking phone? That's what we need. But all right. Qualifying was fun. It was interesting. But there's no points awarded for qualifying. All the points are for Sunday's race. I, I, I'm sad. This was the first race of the season. I wasn't able to just sit down and relax with a few pieces of bacon and toast. Maybe a morning beer if I'm lucky. Or avocado toast? Because you no, are you are are you a millennial or are you Gen Z? I'm like I'm a zillennial. I'm between No, I'm a, no. What? I'm not a millennial because millennials are buying houses. I'm not Gen Z because they're graduating high school. 
I'm okay, but where weird. do you stand on avocado toast? I don't like it. Because, so I'm actually, for the next podcast, I'm going to find out who did this. There's a minor league baseball team two years ago who did Millennial Day, and they served avocado toast. They gave everyone who showed up a participation medal, and they set up nap stations all over the, like, it was so, I'm going to find out what team did this. We're going to do a shout out to them because it's amazing. But the, the bottom line is millennials, get a job. And avocado toast sucks. I'm sorry. I know. I it's, said it's it. Not, it's just not worth it. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just toast. Anyway, go ahead. You're sad. You couldn't have your avocado toast. Yeah. I, I unfortunately, my college that I've graduated from for over a year, decided to have our graduation on the day of the most exciting race of the season so far but don't worry thank you, Fordham yeah thank you Fordham but luckily I mean I was able to is it Jesuit it is Jesuit is a Jesuit Fordham is Jesuit you know that the Pope is watching Formula One so like he has money on Ferrari screwing with the Pope's schedule Fordham it's it was really messed up but luckily through the joys of modern technology I was able to pay attention to the race and not on the many speeches, the long, long speeches. So I look down and I miss all the excitement apparently because Stroll is just in in the wall on the main street. That's what he does. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. That was one that really kicked off the excitement. I want to talk about the beginning of the race because it's it's... I want to talk about Ferrari specifically because Ferrari is almost more so Red Bull than what we've been saying Red Bull is. Red Bull, we've been saying, is really good at qualifying, one really fast lap, and then their race pace isn't there. Ferrari is, is at least at this track, was exactly that. Leclerc put in a really good qualifying lap, and then the first five laps, you just see him slowly tick down and down and down and down. Throughout the yeah, field. the level of scooterificity—not not as good there, but the scooterificness. Scooterificness. It, it it dropped. He was he was just scooterific in qualifying. It peaked on Saturday. Yep. Yeah. Gotta work. You can't peak too early, guys. Exactly. Important Gotta time the peak. But yeah, so the opening laps of the race were really just Leclerc falling falling through the uh, the order, and it kind of becoming a two horse race with uh, Hamilton and Verstappen in early early pit stops. This race. So they they were they were told going in that the hard compound tire was going to be the best race tire. The hard compound compound tire. So they used out of their five Pirelli reins, they used the three softest. So the red softs were the softest softs. The white hards were the middle of their classification. But they were told that the the hard tire was going to be the best race tire. They were going to get more time out of it. Um, and you know, there's not <laughs> unless you're locking up, which happened plenty. Those big long straightaways. Um, you know, like those hard tires. So early pit stops. Um, and then, you know, Max Verstappen blowing out a tire on a straightaway for no apparent reason. But we'll get to that. Yeah, and I think 
something that really stuck out to me that I think I'm going to be looking into for for a betting strategy is 11th, 12th, 13th, those positions, right? They have, it's almost better to get 11th than it is 12th or 10th because you have the free tire choice. As shown by Vettel, Vettel qualifies 11th. He starts on the hard tire and... You know, at one point he's leading the Grand Prix, and then there's Stroll safety car, and he gets a a very much reduced pit stop time because everyone's going slow. So, is there value on waiting till after qualifying in with how close the midfield is, putting money on those 11th, 12th, maybe 13ths to finish top 10, or even top six? interesting i'm gonna have to watch it for for the france grand prix coming up uh because obviously we record this before qualifying uh it's gonna definitely it's something that i'm very interested in looking at so liking the 11 and 12 spots more than the maybe like 9 and 10 spots because they get tire choice sneaky yeah, you know, they, they run the hard tires for 50 laps, burn off the fuel, and then just strap on the softs when everyone else is nursing their hearts. Who doesn't love strapping it on? And who who doesn't hate nursing the hearts? Or nursing the softs? Who hates nursing? What? Moving on. Let's talk about our picks, for the love of God. This is why people tune in. You're hot. We make picks. And... My bear is wearing a unicorn hat. This and is why people- And you have a plant. Look, that background is developing so much. It's like an ongoing story. It is. You're, you're starting from, starting from the beginning when you had, when you had your bottle of alcohol there, your life has gone up to now have a bear and a uniform and a we plant. Had, we, had, we, we had Max flipping people off. <laughs> I had Batman, Snoopy. Yeah, just a lot of copyright infringement, really. But Too bad these episodes are not monetized. Yeah, well, other stuff is. Let's talk about Harry's picks. All right, we can dive into mine first. So, my first pick, it was after qualifying. Um, no, actually, it was after practice three, before qualifying in the morning, because Hamilton in the Mercedes had not been, not really been showing up. Hamilton was at plus 150 to win. Um, honestly, I still... I still like that bet. Um, you know, he was re- leading for a, a good majority of that race. Until, he was one terrible, stupid decision away then, from winning that. Yeah, at that restart, you know, he it seemed like he had Checo, um, but these breaks are temperamental because they cost probably fifty thousand dollars each to make, and he he messed them up. So my chances uh, blew up on that bet, just like his breaks. So. But where I won some back, I had Vettel top 10 at plus 100. I don't know why, but I just really liked, I really liked Vettel this weekend. And maybe I should have been more, more bullish and took him top six because he finished on the podium, but that was a win. And then after qualifying, I got Stroll at top 10 at plus 250. He crashed out of, um, of qualifying in Q1, so he started second to last, only in front of Antonio Giovinazzi. Uh, but I Great thought, hair. 
Great hair. Great hair. I thought that him getting the free choice of tires would get him a chance at top 10. Um, and it, it, it showed that Aston Martin had that strategy locked down because of how well Vettel did. But unfortunately, Stroll's tires did blow up on a straightaway. Um, you know, how horrifying is that to crash going 200 miles an hour on a straightaway? When just like everything's cool. Just, You're just, just sitting there going no straight. Yeah. Multi-million dollar race car. All Everything sorts should of work. work on it. You know, you're listening to Sirius XM, Tom Petty Radio, Channel mm -hmm. 31, and then kablooey! Then, yeah, which is which was insane to see. And then, lastly, um, after qualifying, I had both McLarens to fish in the top 10 at plus 100. So ballsy! Danny Rick starting 13th. Danny Rick. And Lando starting 6th. That was a two-unit, two-unit bomb. So ballsy with Danny Rick driving a car that's made of God knows what, that they're making changes to every 15 minutes. He crashes into the wall and qualifying. He's all over the place and you like him top 10 and you hit it. By the skinny freaking teeth you hit it because it took, it took you know, Hamilton falling off the course and Stroll having an, uh, an inexplicable tire failure. And but you Verstappen. hit it and Verstappen. So like, if if the two things that never happen don't happen, which is Hamilton and Verstappen both having catastrophic failures, um, Danny Rick finishes 11th. But he finished ninth. That's what happened. You hit your bet. Hey, it's what I say at the craps table. You gotta get lucky sometimes, right? And I throw it on Snake Eyes. You gotta get lucky sometimes. I don't um, know what to do with that. That's 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 good thinking. But yeah, so that was a, it was a, a lot fewer bets than I usually, than I usually play on an F1 weekend. Uh, a lot of hungover early mornings that I couldn't get my bets in. Um, but so I went two for, uh, two and two for one unit gained. Uh, so not profit's profit. Got to take it when you get it. I mean, look, we don't, we don't know. Maybe you're betting $10,000 and that's a big unit. Exactly. Exactly. I actually just, that one unit will buy me my new car. So I mean, it's no yeah. biggie. We don't know. We that could be a Randy Johnson size big unit. We 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 don't judge bet size. We judge units gained. There we go. Um. So, how about you run us through run us through your picks and your in your thought processes? I got plus money for Lewis Hamilton, as I have said before on this podcast under oath in front of the grand jury to my parole officer to Her Majesty the Queen of England. If you give me plus money on Sir Lewis Hamilton, I am taking that to the bank. And if Lewis hadn't have, you know, smoked his brakes, he would have gotten around Checo. He would have won that race. But he finishes out of the points for the first time in, what, 58 races? Something, yeah, something ridiculous. like that. Like, I don't even know what to do with that. That's like the, that's, that's like the George, the first George Bush administration. That's like, that's like before color television. That's how long it's been since Lewis Hamilton finished out of the points. So I lost that, but I'll stand with that all day, every day. Fernando Alonso, top 10, plus 165. Hit it. Love it. Fernando Alonso has quietly been 
been turning in better and better laps and better and better races than that McLaren. He's a wily veteran. Wily and wiry. He's both. He's a veteran. He won me money. Carlos Sainz, who I liked top six at plus 125, didn't get it done. Finished eighth. Respectable. Somehow finishing behind Yuki Tsunoda. I don't know how the hell that happened. But uh, exactly. that was just the it's just the Ferrari. He, he only went backwards, you know, starting fifth. Really good. Yeah. Fine, but. Yep. Not quite as scooterific as I would have hoped, but I liked it at plus 125. Um, then our season long over 16 and a half cars at minus 170, which I hate. But we cleared that with room at 18 cars finishing. So uh, I won that. I also went two and two on a week where I also took fewer bets than I normally would with a grand total of plus one tenth of a unit. And you don't know, maybe I'm betting $87,000 a unit and that was still a decent little win. Victory awesome. is victory. Positives are positives. There's no room in the scorebook for a story. There's just wins and losses. That's a totally baseball analogy, and it has no bearing here because we're all about data and details. So the fact of the matter is, I basically ran even. Just about. A little with a little extra on top. But now, yep. now we have to wait a week. Damn Canadians. You know, we oh. work with Canadians. We are supposed to have four races in a row. But honestly, we, but we can't give them too much stick. They gotta be safe. We gotta be safe here. So safe. So the next one, the next Grand Prix is the France Grand Prix. That'll be the home race for two drivers, Ocon yeah. and Gasly, mm -hmm. and both of whom see. should be in the Perrier F1 car, even though they drive for different teams, but specifically, Ocon, who drives for Alpine, which is Renault, which is French, should be in the Perrier car. I'm not getting off of this. Um, but yeah, we got time until the Grand Prix de France. And that'll be the next podcast where we where we preview, because nothing's out yet. The only yeah. thing that's out are the, the season-long driver's championship lines. Lewis Hamilton went to minus 140. Max is it even. Everyone else is a ridiculous bet. Um, although I do have to say that Nikita Mazepin for the season championship at plus 450,000, um, it's got me looking. That's some you know, value there. If, the driver's the championship is... All get hit by a train, that's going to pay off. The driver's championship is definitely an interesting, an interesting play right now because... We've seen, when we talked about a few races ago, where was Hamilton? Like minus 260 or something like that? I mean, he was he was minus 420. He was he was over minus 400. And then Verstappen won in Monaco. Uh, Hamilton had a bad, a poor race there. Hamilton like eighth, as is his custom. I don't know why that shocked anyone. Lewis dropped to like minus 160. Max became the favorite. Then Baku happens. Max doesn't finish the race. Lewis craps out and finishes 18th out of 18 cars that finish. No, I'm sorry. Max, wait, what happened? God damn it. They, 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 went they got over 90%, so they classified as finishing. Right. 
so uh so Hamilton actually did finish uh 15th Verstappen finished 18th neither of them got points um but since no one else was really in striking distance neither of them really got hurt but all of a sudden now Verstappen is has gone from the favorite to even money Lewis is back to being the favorite at minus 140 uh, minus 140 which I still think is a crazy good price that I think for that Lewis. is a steal for Sir Lewis Hamilton to win the driver's Sir Lewis, the queen herself is falling over her robes to call this in Max it's, or Max, it's, Lewis it's Hamilton strange. minus 140 hit it hit it's it because it's it's completely inconsistent with what we've seen throughout the rest of the season. If if there wasn't much change in the championship that favors Hamilton, that it would increase his his gap even more. But now this happens, Max stays in the lead by like four points, and the lines get are getting closer. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a it's, virtual tie. It's like they were really, really banking on Max to win this race. But even if that had happened, they weren't betting against Lewis to finish on the podium, so he wouldn't have picked up. It's a little odd. It's, 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 it's almost it's like they they earlier in the season they thought that Verstappen is going to need to take advantage of every race. It's all on Verstappen, but now this shows it's. It, it's almost helping Verstappen when it, nothing happens in the race if the if the yeah. gap stays the same. And I, I look, I don't. If you're a Max Verstappen fan, even money, I don't hate it. I, I have no idea where that's going to go. I I am comfortable saying that Lewis Hamilton, his odds are not going to get much better than minus one forty. Yeah. Um, Unless I suppose Red Bull starts running out in France and Max wins the race, then sure, but. You know, barring what we saw in Baku, which is the the rare insanity of either of those drivers not finishing in the points, Lewis Hamilton at minus one forty. If you like Lewis, it's not getting any better. Max at even. I think Max could theoretically go back to plus money, but that's because I like Lewis. So neither of them are bad picks right now. Everyone else is a disaster. And what I think is interesting is the constructors championship. I think that's way more interesting than the drivers. Mercedes is at minus 150 right now. Red Bull's at even money. So just about the same lines as the drivers championship, but just, Mercedes Mercedes just don't score case, any points. Just in case Valtteri, like it, it shows the value. They think Valtteri brings like a little bit of value, and they think Checo brings none. Right. But Which seen, is hilarious. we've seen both drivers struggling. Botas struggling more than he's probably ever struggled in Mercedes. But Perez has an excuse. It's a brand new car. Botas really doesn't. Both no points were given to Mercedes this week. You know, Botas finished in thirteenth, I think, twelfth. And and Perez wins the race, which we haven't we haven't congratulated Checo at all. We wanted to see this. We've been We've been hard on checking, but, you know, it's glad to see him back up there. But it's it's interesting, right? So Lewis is minus 140 to win the championship. Mercedes is minus 150. So that means they're they're assigning a little bit of value to Valtteri. 
Yeah. Max is even money to win the championship. Red Bull is also even money, which means they're assigning no value to Checo. But in the individual championship, Checo is plus 6,600, while Valtteri is plus 15,000. And what this means is that they think that Checo has, has the best outside chance of winning the whole thing, but that on a week-to-week basis, he's also more likely to just finish out of the points completely. And they think that Valtteri brings, you know, 10 bucks worth of value of continuing to finish in the points to to the AMG Patronus team where Checo really isn't going to help Max. It's just like on a week-to-week basis, he has a better chance to win the race twice as good than Valtteri if Lewis and Max end up, you know, getting into a duel over a woman and shoot each other to death, then Checo's your guy for the win. Yeah, honestly, the line movement in these lines are all over the place. I think it shows that the sport books don't don't have their models very, very well tuned right now for this. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how, how those lines move. So looking forward, we have the France Grand Prix. We get to see Grosjean back in a car in a Mercedes which is going to be nice to see. Um, and we get to see the new wing test. So Red Bull loses that little advantage they had with their flexi wing. So we're going to see really how much that affects them. Toto won his argument. No more super flexi wing. We're going to see what that means. Um, talk about the France Grand Prix circuit real quick, because we're going to get into this on the next episode. But... Talk about that circuit versus Baku. The the France Grand Prix. France Grand Prix. Circuit to Paul Ricard. It's almost as different to like Monaco as you can get. He is the inventor of the guitar pick. I I don't know. Who's Paul Ricard? What do you do? I think a racer. I should probably know that, but... Right. Yeah, That's- so it's it's similar to Baku as it with uh, two pretty long straights, but not nearly as tight in in some sections. It's it's gonna be a race where the flexi wing for Red Bull could have come to play. There's there's a few really fast corners on the circuit. Um, honestly, it it almost couldn't happen at a worse time for them. Uh, so it, we're really gonna see how much it does affect them. So, I'm excited for it. It it usually gives us some good races. Um, It is slightly boring because no one ever crashes because there's a hundred yards of runoff area everywhere around the track. No gravel, just really, really sticky pavement that slows them down. Well, so it's going to be interesting to see what the safety car in VSC bets and the over-under... 16 and a half cars to finish bet is going to be this week. I'm excited for BSC because I think a BSC is exactly made for a circuit like France. Just if a car is, you know, 50 feet off the track, you don't need it. You don't need the safety car out there. You just need to slow down a bit while they clear it. So it's it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be fun. Um, We're, we will have that breakdown coming next week along with, uh, along with a few new, a few new faces few new sports to discuss there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline that we're really excited for 
Um, yep, we're gonna, be, we're, gonna be having, we're gonna have some NBA chatter. We're gonna have some PGA chatter. We've got new people talking at you, so you don't have to keep looking at us. All sorts of interesting, fun stuff coming at you on the Better Off Podcast and then other podcasts brought to you by Better Off. There you go. Um, yeah, so make sure you like, subscribe, keep up to date with it. Comment down below who Paul Ricard is. Uh, because I'm pretty sure he did invent the guitar pick. Um, yep. And tell us what we got wrong. We didn't get but anything wrong. I, I don't think so. I think we're pretty pretty much perfect. Yeah, we're great. All right, so that about wraps it up for us. I think. Am I am I missing anything else? I think. Well, uh, I think that we should tell the people once again who we are and what we do, uh, and then everyone's favorite segment. God. Everyone's favorite I don't know. It's well, Florida. Like we've both been showing on these beautiful, beautiful hats. Oh, look at that. The backwards logo. Yo. Yep. And better off. You can find us in the Google Play in the App Store. Um, we're we're a betting companion app. We are a place where you can go to get ideas. You can tell everyone else your great ideas or your terrible ideas. That's the beauty of the internet. Um, Fade that. That's Ain't okay. That yes. sucks, as long as he sucks all the time. And we'll track that for you. If you want to suck all the time, we'll make sure everyone knows. We'll track your units gained or lost, your return on investment, your win streaks. We'll give you a leaderboard to see all the fun information. And you can sort the leaderboard however you want. You can buy picks from people who are really good. Some people, most people, won't make you pay. Or if you get really good, you can even ask people to pay you. It's honestly, I've heard it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I've I've heard Antonio Banderas told me that it's the most fun he's had since he shot Desperado. Wow. And you got to do a love scene with Selma Hayek in that movie. So, I mean, come on, guys. Antonio Banderas, formerly of Menudo, currently of Antonio Banderas. And I mean... And you can find it anywhere. He said to me, he said, Alex, he said, Alex, where do I tell my millions of fans to go to download the Better Off app? And I said, Tony, I call him Tony. I said, Tony, thank you for, yeah, it's, we're, we're like that. I said, Tony, thank you for asking. All right. You can go, you can go and ask Paul Ricard, okay, at his guitar pick store. You can do it there. You can do it wherever you go to buy your meditation gear. You know, fountains, statues of Buddha, incest. Those, those, little, incest. those little gardens. Devil. Nowhere that you can get incest is there better incense. off. Incense. Those Everywhere little like, sand gardens incest. that you rake. Yeah. Anywhere where incest is, better off is not there. Everywhere where incense is, better off is there. Okay? Torno, when you go to buy a watch. The pawn shop, when you realize that you couldn't afford that watch. Your divorce lawyer, the guy who married you. The weird time when your divorce lawyer is the guy who married you. All of them offer this. FedEx office, UPS, DHL. Does anyone remember DHL? They're yellow, they're red, you yeah. ship internationally. They'll do it. The Queen of England, the King of England. The people of England, they carry it around in their pockets on the wrong side of the road in those gigantic taxi cabs. It can all be downloaded right there at your fingertips, better off with an O, B-E-T-T-O-R-O-F-F, -F, 
that about were they that was, that ever, was beautiful it's orwellian okay we are everywhere it's like the board is, is that a good thing i don't know if it's a good thing or not but but we're like the board we're everywhere we are better off you are we we is them them is us grammar is tough but that's who we are now time for our favorite segment our our viewers favorite segment antonio banderas's favorite segment speaking to people who have money about giving some of it to us exactly and this week now we're going to change things up a little bit we've asked for billionaire money from lance stroll we've asked for 100 millionaire money from toto wolf we've asked for a crap load of money from from perrier from perrier which is parented by nestle uh taylor swift who has some pending litigation against me big time people big time corporations big time names with big time money this week we're going smaller we're going to scale it down and since he's already at his grandmother's house and since she's been sending him birthday checks forever we're gonna ask harry's grandmother for some money nana d'agostino nana dags we're asking to partner with us to write us out some 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 $49 birthday checks with a memo that says I love you smushy and we will take that and we will use it to you know make the best thing we can with it plant trees in Israel and whatever it is your grandmother thinks you do with money but we're probably just gonna you know buy alcohol to watch the France Grand Prix exactly we're, but, we're going for champagne yeah Yes, Nana, bring it in, Nana. Man, this is better off community. <laughs> just support your grandson. Support your grandson's friends. Support your future granddaughter-in-law who also supports us. Let's go, Nana. Interesting, interesting story. Early on in the development of the Better Off app, one of our one of our developers just had the username Nana. And that's text, right i had to text my parents and was like did she somehow get the app but no yep. she did not but she will now she'll, yep she'll be on there as nana dags 12. there you go don't know why but that's what it's gonna be nana dags 12. hook it up hook it up we'll take paper checks no one writes paper checks anymore you can put it inside of a a, a, a card we'll read the card first we'll keep it we'll put it up on our board it's so that everyone knows because the card you can't open the check first ladies and gentlemen gotta, do not open the check you gotta first. ignore the money and read the card it's a bad look we all know that that's what you're looking at but read the card make nana sure, put time into this make sure to give a thoughtful thank you as well and call them yeah. i got yelled at for not calling enough yeah nana thanks for the 49.99 you're pretty better sure. off even, even if it isn't a 10-year treasury note that, that we're yeah. gonna have to wait for, but that's okay. It is real bond. Even if she does think you're gonna use it to go buy a super soaker at Toys R Us, which is now out of business, it doesn't matter. She's your Nana. Exactly. And that's a great we sentiment bond. to end it on. Make sure you call your grandparents. Tell them you love them. And then, Just and then politely ask for $49.99 to buy a super soaker. $19.99. 
What do things cost these days? $12.99? I don't even know. I don't know. Money's not real. We're in a simulation and uh, Ooh. Elon Musk if we're has got it. If we're in the matrix, all we need to do is realize that there is no money. But there it is. Okay. We have very nicely and respectfully made a pitch to Nana Dags to come on in, join the better off team. Um, we, uh, we, we found out who invented the guitar pick and, and uh, track after him. that's right. And we, so invent something, who knows? And we teased our next episode, which will be next week. We'll be talking about the Franc Grand Prix and, uh, and yeah, that's it. We're done. Harry's going to go lay on the beach. Uh, I'm going to go not lay on the beach because I'm in New York. Hey, you had, but, your uh, time. you had your time a few episodes ago. I did. I was in Sawgrass uh, in Jacksonville, which I don't think has a beach, but whatever. Does Jacksonville anyway, the beach? That's it. We're done. It's over. I've been Alex. I've been Harry. Hopefully next week we'll still be Alex and Harry, but you never know. Tune in to find out. Be safe. Watch F1. And, and call your Nana. Check it. Make sure everything's okay. All right. That's it. We're out.